Methylene blue could be used to inactivate a variety of different viruses. And of course, studies have shown to inactivate the cellular replication of herpes, West Nile, hepatitis C, Ebola, Zika, HIV, and COVID-19. Welcome to the Health Quest Podcast, your guide to God's will for your good health. Hello, I'm Dr. Sal, and I've been a practicing surgeon and doctor for well over 30 years, and my goal for each episode is that you'll be able to have your mind transformed to God's design for good health and hopefully to affect the way that you eat and the way that you live. Please forgive me for today. I just started having these hiccups. And I've been drinking water to try to get rid of them. And at this point, I'm in a situation where I have to give this podcast. But unfortunately, I have these uh, these hiccups. So please bear with me. Uh, if you're new here, we release a new episode every week. And if you enjoy the content, would you please leave us a good review? Because it really helps our ratings and allows our show to reach more people. And in turn, we could help them changing their life and hopefully improving their health. So we really thank you for your support. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about methylene blue. So let's dive right into today's health quest. Methylene blue is an inexpensive blue dye that was developed by scientists in the 19th century for the textile industry. It was soon discovered to be useful in the scientific laboratory as well as for medicinal purposes. As a stain, it can help scientists see bacteria and yeast and other microorganisms under the microscope. And it's still used today. Now, one of the wonderful things about methylene blue is that it is an antidote for chemical poisonings. An overdose of pharmaceutical or street drugs, or even swallowing an excessive amount of toothpaste, which contains fluoride, Eat a poisonous mushroom, methylene blue is the first line of treatment that will be administered in an emergency setting. It is an effective antidote for virtually all chemical poisonings. Now, there's other ones that they're now using to swell, and that's activated charcoal and sodium bicarbonate, which are also used as well in these settings. Malaria, cured in 48 hours. Methylene blue was the first anti-malarial drug used in medicine and successfully treated all types of malaria in the 1800s and early 1900s. Paul Ehrlich in 1871 was the first to treat malaria successfully with methylene blue. And forces in the South Pacific during World War II widely used methylene blue to prevent and to treat malarial infections. Allied forces in the South Pacific during World War II widely used methylene blue to prevent and treat malarial infections. It works by inhibiting the malarial-causing parasite Plasmodium falciparum. Now, prior to methylene blue, the classic treatment for malaria was a compound called quinine, which comes from the bark of a chinchona tree native to South America to treat malaria and it was used actually to treat malaria in Europe during the 15th century. Tonic water contains quinine, glucose, and carbon dioxide. 
So in and of itself, if you did get malaria, you could just drink uh, tonic water, and that would help out as well. But methylene blue has been replaced with other anti-malarial drugs. For instance, Wilhelm Roll, a student at Erlach, eventually gave rise to a drug called quanacrine, which was used for malaria. And in 1934, Hans Andersag synthesized chloroquine, which is now the standard treatment for malaria today. Now, you've heard of hydroxychloroquine. It became useful not only for malaria, but also was used as an antidote against COVID-19. Hydroxychloroquine is derived from methylene blue, which is the parent compound. So you can see now, with that being the case, that methylene blue could be used as, to inactivate a variety of different viruses. And of course, studies have shown to inactivate the cellular replication of herpes, West Nile, hepatitis C, Ebola, Zika, HIV, and COVID-19. Method blue and specific wavelengths of red light or near-infrared light possesses an even more significant threat to the survival of all types of pathogens. So you're starting to see the benefits of methylene blue. It's also a brain-boosting powerhouse. That's right, methylene blue is, has helped improve brain function and cognition. It also includes memory, retrieval, attention, and emotional regulation. It improves mitochondrial efficiency and protects brain cells from damage through its antioxidant functions. It significantly increases mitochondrial complex one through three activity in isolated mitochondria and enhances oxygen consumption and glucose uptake. It significantly increases mitochondrial complex one through three activity in isolated mitochondria and enhances oxygen consumption as well as glucose uptake. Methylene blue targets all four complexes in the mitochondrial respiratory chain. And so methylene blue has helped improve the attention span in adults as well as in young children. And as a result, this would definitely help in the reduction of the use of amphetamines and methamphetamines that we've given these children for attention deficit disorder. We know that medications such as Adderall and Concert are neurotoxic. So methylene blue being more of a neutral type of um, substance that can benefit these children, we can get them off of these drugs. And on top of that, amphetamines and methamphetamines are also addictive. It's also shown to reduce stress, which is the precursor to depression and anxiety, as well as post-traumatic stress disorder. It is believed that depression, dementia, and Alzheimer's are metabolic disorders. The brain depends on glucose far more for its weight than the rest of the body or any of the other organs. Methylene blue helps to re-regulate the metabolic processes of the mitochondria within the brain cells. So you start to see that a lot of the underlying problems to these disorders is metabolic, and that's where methylene blue actually helps to regulate those processes, making the mitochondria and the cellular function much more optimal and getting the body's organs to function optimally as well. It's also known as the great pain reliever. 
numerous studies are now coming out showing that methylene blue is a great treatment to help for surgical pain postoperatively. Also, studies in Sweden are revealing the improvement of chronic neuropathic pain with the use of methylene blue. A study in 2021 at the University of Texas led researchers to conclude that methylene blue oral rinses is an effective and safe treatment for the refractory pain from moral mucositis related to cancer treatment. And in 2018, a study that was done that shows how methylene blue is effective in treating arthritic pain. Recent studies are now underway to use methylene blue in treatment for migraine headaches. And we're starting to see now that even migraines are a metabolic disorder as well. So we're starting to see how a simple dye that came up in the 1800s used in a laboratory just to identify germs and bugs under the microscope has then later been used to treat not only infectious diseases, but also to help out in other areas of all these disorders that we're seeing today, particularly the neurologic disorders from dementia and Alzheimer's to stress and anxiety and depression and to pain and hopefully to improve metabolic function of the cells, giving us optimal health. I'd like to thank you for joining us for watching our show today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a good review and visit our website and social media accounts to connect with us more. If you happen to have any questions about your health regarding this episode, my email will be in the description below and I'd be happy to answer your, any of the questions that you may have. And if you would like to see any of the resources of this search in this episode, it'll be available in the show notes and description. With that, I'm Dr. Sal. Have a great day and God bless.